It started with a whisper. <laughs> well, that, of course, is neon trees. And if it's how I found myself knee-deep in apple butter in an attempt to win the affections of an orchard keeper's daughter, then this must be Dale Radio. And I, of course, am your host, Dale Seaver, and you're listening to another episode of Some Things I Enjoy, coming to you, as always, from the fallow banks of the Gowanus. And, oh, today, folks, if I were near our little Gowanee, I'd be so happy. <laughs> Instead... I find myself uh, stranded in a corn maze somewhere in southeastern Ohio uh, going on about 11 hours now. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear my geographical coordinates, but if you can, send help. Please, uh, anything would be appreciated. Uh, <laughs> but really, I just want to go home. I, I really do. This has been a, a real trial for me, and I... Uh, <laughs> I tell you, I guess I must have missed that episode where Bear Grylls uh, pays $25 to enter a, uh, a labyrinth made of vegetables uh, due to the uh, ceaseless uh, begging of a small child. <laughs> but uh, as it turns out, you can survive for a decent amount of time on late season corn and puddle water, uh, which is what I've been doing. And uh, I will, I'll keep, I'm keeping an eye out, folks, because sometimes I just uh, I hear a little bit of, okay, I'm hoping that's not a rat. <laughs> that's a big rustle there. But uh, no, no, well, we'll see. My goodness, is there anything that doesn't eat corn? <laughs> is what I'd like to know. I've been, uh, I've, I always enjoy this time of year, folks, but uh, usually uh, it's not, uh, it's, uh, not because of the screaming of the turkey vultures overhead, but my goodness, they look hungry. So, uh, well, okay, don't close the eyes. That's the that's the lesson here. But uh, I do love fall, and I know some of you do too, and boy, isn't it just a blaze. All the colors are out, aren't they? Red and orange and gold, just uh, lighting up our greater forests and even just small patches of trees. Um, it's exciting, and when Katrina and, uh, said she wanted to take baby Pepsi uh, for a hayride and pumpkin picking, boy, my hand was the first to go up. Of course, it's only the three of us in a small apartment, so I don't net technically need to raise my hand. I'm also the one with the valid driver's license, but the point is sometimes you have to be enthusiastic about their ideas. That's what my counselor says, and so uh, here we are. And we got to the place, a nice place out here, and there's, I tell you, this is a little bit puzzling. You walk up. And there's a portly fella and a heavyset gal. She's cooking tomatoes. They're talking about something. They're flying a British flag. Uh, he's got a three-corn hat. There's another guy. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing. And the, the, uh, 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 Native American fella. Uh, in the face paint, he's got everything. I watched him adjust his jockstrap uh, next to uh, <laughs> a canvas tent full of smoke. So, uh, of course, that's a traditional kickoff, I suppose, down here in Ohio. Um, the uh, probably how they discovered the first Buckeyes or something. I don't know, um, but that's how they celebrate. You know, someday I'd like to know how Indians feel about children f painting their faces the way they do. I wonder how that all got started. If there was just uh, down in Arizona somewhere after a lot of uh, warring and raiding, if an Apache just came out of the teepee there with a kitten painted on his face, said, why don't we just take it down a notch? <laughs> And they probably didn't appreciate that, so he came up, well, what about a ladybug? Wouldn't that be something? They said, well, only at outdoor fairs that would be appropriate for you. And so that's probably how he got uh, his his uh, his name there, which would be a, a festival in the outdoors or something. I don't know. 
<laughs> Girl Scouts of America. Anyhow, uh, boy, it's gotten cold. <laughs> Just in the last hour, that sun goes down. You don't think you're going to miss it, but you do. And uh, mm, you think they do a once-over in a hot air balloon or something, anything out here. Uh, I do have the remains of some hot cider from earlier, so that's what I'm pairing the podcast uh, with. And with the addition of a little bit of whiskey, that's not so bad. <laughs> so bad. Anyhow, uh, uh, as I said, there's also there's the uh, there's the I don't know the first uh, British Indian Buckeye celebration going on out there in the front. Then you walk a little bit further. There's a mean-spirited llama spitting on the goat that's sharing the pen with him, and uh, they got of course they got a bunch of pumpkins there, and. Uh, 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 they got a country music stage and a fire truck you can go in. So basically all the elements for a fine afternoon for me. <laughs> I'm tickled to be here. Uh, now they said if you go in through this maze, you got to go to the fine little boxes. And you find little boxes, you take a scrap of paper, you get a punch, a little hole punch. And if you get enough punches, you get a free donut. Well, that's why I got, I got a little distracted from the map, started looking for all these pieces of paper and the punches and the boxes and whatnot. <laughs> I think I need to reevaluate my relationship with food. <laughs> is what this is telling me. How much could that cost? 35 cents? Well, on the country stage, of course, they had some great acts. A terrific band that was just uh, kicking up some fire there. <laughs> and they were terrific. Oh, a big fellow with the steel pedal guitar going and uh, playing all the great country classics. Uh, and they would bring up young people on the stage, just like I do on this show, to give them an opportunity. And uh, you think about it, that's probably how the young One Direction or a, a, a Neo, or a Taylor Swift probably got started doing Patsy Cline covers next to a pulled pork station and a pumpkin patch. That's probably how they, the next ones were probably right there. And I got to see them. And uh, most of them were singing on key. Speaking of pumpkin patches, here's a secret. This time of year, the best pumpkins, you know where they are? They're out front. They're already pre-selected by the orchard master. Now, uh, that's, that's what you realize once you get to the pumpkin patch. Because after you paid $5 and wished the tractor uh, a good speed on his return back, uh, you get there, and it, 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 once the tractor pulls away, you see what they have. And it's not the pumpkins, it's mud, tangles of sharp spiked vines, and clumps of mold, beetles, and pumpkin seeds where a pumpkin has recently passed on. <laughs> tell you something, the beetles were the worst part. Oh, my goodness, darting in and out of the pulp of the pumpkin remains. They don't even touch the other gourds, you know, the ones that look like animal phalluses. I tell you something, I don't, I don't blame them. I don't even like to stand next to one of those things. I get a tingly feeling in my guts. So, uh, but I tell you something, if you're planning on any erotic scarecrow activity on your porches this Halloween, I know the place to go. <laughs> well, I hope the beetles aren't attracted to the smell of spiked apple cider and human flesh. That's my thought for the moment. Now, uh, you know, uh, uh, we're running a Kickstarter campaign out there to, to raise money for the web series, which is terrifically excited, it's exciting. But if, if, uh, if I don't make it out, please just use that uh, for a coffin fund, will you? I, I thought that originally I was going to just have my ashes scattered on my ex-wife's lawn just for kicks. But I think that uh, instead uh, I would like to go the, the full, full nine yards and have the silk, uh, real nice silk lining and some uh, underlighting and some surround sound system if you can. That would be nice. I'd like to enjoy some light jazz in the afterlife. So uh, please consider donating. Now, uh, of course, I realize I'm going to miss Columbus Day, which is always one of my favorite holidays. Without him, we'd, we wouldn't have vegetable mazes of any kind. This would just be miles of splendor. <laughs> Uninterrupted. Maybe a casino. I don't know. But uh, 
could be Canadian. We could be Canadian, Dan. This, I could be t broadcasting from a, a, a Canadian corn maze, which I gather is just a row of corn with a, a French-Canadian standing out there insisting that you speak French. <laughs> and you don't, and you say, well, forget it. I don't need to walk around a bunch of corn. And you go home, and there you are. There you are. Hey, do those creepy corn kids come out just at night, or do I have to worry about breakfast terrors? <laughs> I'm worried, is what I'm telling you. Does, uh, is, I wish I knew a wizarding spell. That fella got out of that maze, okay? I mean, minus the whole battle in the other realm or what happened. I don't want to go through that. I know now that I'm thinking about it, I'm concerned about what that reenactment was, was what they were doing there. I, don't, I really can't puzzle it out, and I've been thinking about it for a few hours, and... Uh, uh, I mean, you got to admire them. They're just—they're—they're they're completely 100% devoted to it, and uh, it doesn't matter that no matter what picture you take, you're getting a Ford Focus in the in the background. So they have to really believe. I guess you could go over there and they tell you about harsh winters and a time uh, before porta pots, <laughs> when porta pots were just a fair planner's dream, is probably what they. But I tell you, I don't, I just, you know, it doesn't matter. I love reenactors. It doesn't matter what they do. Maybe they're just, just two British people and an Indian. That's fine. That's that's okay. Do whatever you want to do. It's a free country. My goodness, maybe they're just in an open relationship with a limited wardrobe. That's fine, too. I only hope that someday some poor sap is going to be dressed in an authentic teal suit, shivering in an artificial corn maze. <laughs> to give an accurate depiction of what has become my darkest days. <laughs> there's really, there's just no one coming through here. It's amazing, I guess. Uh, this is, uh, I, you know, this is something. Well, I think I might try and build a fire and just burn my way out of here or hope for some non-possessed teenagers to come by <laughs> and help me out. In the meantime, please do consider donating to the Kickstarter Funeral Fund. Details about that are, are up on the site. Uh, the next live show is Thursday, October 18th at 8 p.m. at the Little Basement That Could Film Biz Recycling, 540 President Street, right there on the Gowanus. And uh, this is exciting. My guests are going to be Gigi Lee and Beth Lizick, uh, great storytellers, both of them. It's free, and the beers are courtesy of Brooklyn Brewery. Uh, I want to thank Thother the Thunder for doing the th season's take on Thother the theme song. Uh, way to go, kids. I really enjoy that. That always gets us off to a good start. Check them out online. Speaking of online, you can listen and enjoy uh, my company on a number of digital uh, platforms. Uh, uh, of course, you can rate and review it on iTunes if you listen there. We're also on Stitcher.com, uh, which some folks like because you don't have to download anything. You just get the app, and then you can listen to Dale Radio wherever, whenever you are. And if that works, let me know. All right. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Uh, I had to pause there because I thought I heard a tractor coming by, and I thought I would... Uh, uh, try and create some kind of homemade flare or, or send up a, an ear of corn into the air, but uh, it, it turns out to be, uh, I guess, quite far away. Maybe just somebody with a leaf blower locking up the place. Well, till next time, <laughs> if there is one, I'll be reenacting that time I emptied a whiskey bottle. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> all right. Well, let's get back to that great music that we all enjoy. <laughs> 